Blog Talk Radio. Hi, welcome to number 28, Thyroid Nation Radio, live talk show and podcast. I am Santa Bowman, founder of ThyroidNation.com. And I'm Tiffany Malanich of Grateful Garden Not Biz. Today we're talking with the amazing Shemaine Nugent. I'm so excited. She's the author of the upcoming new book, Four Minutes a Day, Rock and Roll Your Way to Happy. She's a healthy lifestyle ambassador, Zumba instructor, and chronic fatigue warrior. She also has a bachelor's degree in radio, TV, and film, and a master's degree in metaphysics. She is taking her passion for helping others to the Internet airwaves at her new website, ShemayNugent.rock, where she shares her honest views about spirituality. I said that funny, didn't I? Faith, family, fitness, fashion, politics, healthy living, and her 25-year marriage to rocker Ted Nugent. Very cool, right? That's very Jermaine cool. Jermaine has been a group. I know she's been a group fitness instructor for more than thirty years. She's a motivational speaker, author, award-winning TV producer, and host, filmmaker, and is passionate about helping people make a positive impact on their health and overall well-being. She has appeared on MTV, VH1, Discovery Channel, CMT, C-SPAN, Fox, and many other national television radio shows. She got her start in media as a radio newscaster in nineteen eighty, and she will be here with us talking today live. Woo-woo, that's so exciting. I'm so excited. She has such an amazing story, too. It's uh, I'm Can't. really excited to hear about it. But before, just a few things. If you tuned in last week, which you hope you did, we hope you did, you heard us chatting with the amazing thyroid advocate Wendy Myers of Live2110.com and, of course, our own uh, Raina Kranz, which is very, very nice of her to fill in for me. She did an amazing job. It's an amazing story, and Wendy has so much information. She had some super interesting ideas. If you missed it, please be sure to check it out on the archives page of TNR. I'm creating a new language today, archives, uh, in the archives. I know, right? Okay. Uh, You can also see the lineup of wonderful and innovative guests we have scheduled on the Thyroid Nation radio page, including future guests like Dr. Jill Carnahan, which is so exciting, Gina Lee Nolan, Dr. Tom O'Brien, which Dana and I just are going to need to totally boost up for that one. (laughs) <laughs> yes, we are. And our own uh, Shannon Garrett Autoimmune RN, which is going to be very exciting, too. You can also listen to past radio shows like one of my personal favorites. Actually, they're all my personal favorites, which is just absurd because everybody has been so amazing. Like Dr. Holtorf, Mary Showman, Susie Cohen, Isabella Wentz, Dr. Christensen. Just, just so much information there covering so many topics. All right, Dana, I think this is Shemaine with us, so let's get this Thyroid Nation thriving. Let's see if this is her. Shemaine, are you with us? Yes, I'm with you. Welcome. Hi, how are you? Good, how are you both? Very good. good. I'm sorry about the the hang-up. Blog Talk has been having some issues. They just uh, (laughs) issued a little notice at the top of our page, and so that's the reason um, we hung up on you. I think we hung up on you earlier. It was us. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) No worries. I just just thought you didn't love me anymore. (laughs) (laughs) No. Are you kidding? Are you kidding? Oh, wow. So it's so great to talk to you. I mean, Shemaine and I, for the past few days, have been periscoping, and I've been learning and, and trying to do it. She's been totally inspiring me to to jump on and start talking, and it's been so much fun, right, Shemaine? You know, this is where I think I'm going to be for quite a while. I've been scoping every day for, I don't know, the past week or so. I think I've got about 20 scopes 
Yesterday I did wow. four. <laughs> but yeah. you know it's, a, it's a great opportunity for you to connect with people and for them to ask you questions. And it's I I love seeing that people are listening from and watching from all over the United States, all over the world. And it's it's an opportunity to get great information out there in a short period of time. I know. I just love it. It's so interesting and fun. And so I've have got my phone right here. I was thinking about doing a live scope uh, during the show here. I'm not sure if it's going to work, so we'll see. But um, <laughs> I have my phone right here, and I was th- and I've been watching people, and they just do the most random things. I watched some girl get ready last night. She was getting ready to go out, and so it was so fun because she was asking, people were asking really good questions, and she had really good answers for them, but really it was just her getting ready. She was putting on makeup, and she was talking about how to do, um, you know, different things with her makeup. It was just it was just kind of neat and interesting. So, yeah, I love it, and for the healthcare world, I think it's going to be great. So Yeah, it's, so it's we, a, a great medium. It's my new favorite right now, and that's where I'm spending mm-hmm. all of my time. So anybody listening who hasn't jumped on Periscope, and I know I've sent – a lot of people to you, too, and to this yeah. interview. So um, check it out. at um, Just Google my name, or you you have to download the Periscope app. You have to have a Twitter account and, of course, Thyroid Nation. What, do you guys have a, a, a Periscope page or individually? I think Jana has the Thyroid, Thyroid Nation. Nation. Yeah. yeah, I just have Thyroid Nation. Yeah. Okay. And then I'll be on there shortly because I'm just having a hoot watching her and uh, yeah, so shortly, shortly I'll be on there too. But uh, Thyroid Nation's already on there. Dana was doing some scopes yesterday. It was I really was enjoying it. It's very cool. It is pretty <laughs> cool to see how. Like yesterday, I was at Starbucks, and I, I don't have a good signal. I thought about scoping this interview, but I don't have a good signal in my home. So I go to Starbucks. I call up my office, and it was funny <laughs> because this random guy just came up and kind of photobombed and I went hey come on over here let me show you what we're doing and everybody said hi to him I got his name we all said hi so it's such oh, a fun so cool yeah it's a fun that's thing very to do. cool great medium I love it yeah and the other day you were um sitting there at Starbucks in your office and there was a couple or I don't know some people sitting at a table close by and they were having their own conversation and you kept saying well, I guess we're just going to have to listen in on this business meeting, right? Because right. they were talking so loud. It's so great, I right? I wonder if and there was any saying, inside info there that we could have I was say, stock market And you kept beware. saying, I, I bet people think I'm crazy because I'm just sitting here talking to my phone, right? And so right. When, if, out, out in the public, you know, and it's so cool because I saw, I watched Grass-Fed Girl today. And she's, a, you know, she's an autoimmune survivor, Grass-Fed Girl, and she's paleo all okay. paleo, and um, she was at the grocery store. At, well, she was at Trader Joe's, and she was walking around with her camera, and she was just shopping. Oh, wow. It was really, really cool. So I bet people were just dying laughing. So yeah, anyway, the first, that's the what first we've been couple doing. scopes I did um, were in Ted's Hellcat. Um, he's got a new oh. pretty fast car, and he, he liked to snap my <laughs> neck every time he pressed on the accelerator. Oh, so. <laughs> <laughs> but it was cute. So I you periscoped questions. Yeah, I, I periscoped twice. Like it was, I think it was one of the first ones I've done. And, of course, those of you who are new to Periscope, you download the Periscope app and uh, you search for sh- my name, Shemaine Nugent, or there's no R, it's S-H-E-M-A-N-E, Nugent, N-U-G-E-N-T. And, of course, you guys at Thyroid Nation. And if you the, the scopes go away within 24 hours. So if you miss those, 
you can catch up on a website called catch, K-A-T-C-H, dot me, and then it's forward slash, and then my name. And, Dana, did you sign up for that? Catch me? I did, I did. Okay, I did. did. That's where I actually watched her was on Catch. So I was trying to figure out, you know, uh, on Catch it doesn't look live. So she was she was actually answering live feed questions, and I was like, well, that's yes. very cool. Yeah. Yes. It's awesome. So I've told a lot, a lot of my Periscope followers about this interview, and they're really excited to, to hear all about it. So I'm excited to be able to speak with you guys. I want to say in person, but we're not in person. I know, but it feels like it. Okay, well, it does. let's talk about let's talk about you. It's time. This is the Shemaine show, so let's talk it's about time. you. Tell us, yeah, tell us a little bit about you and and um and your history and and who you are and all that stuff really quick. Okay, well, uh, not two- not really quick because it'll be a minute. <laughs> okay, two minutes. <laughs> Take your sweet okay, yeah, exactly. time okay. and, and tell us the whole deal. All right, I have been a group fitness instructor since 1980. I've done everything from step to spinning to slide to body pump to just about everything. And I should have been the walking poster child for health and fitness. And around the year 2000, it felt like 10 minutes into my fitness classes, like an elephant was sitting on my chest. And I just couldn't figure out what it was. And I ate great, and I started going to a bunch of different doctors. One doctor told me, and you're not going to believe this, but this is the truth. He said, maybe you're too healthy. Maybe you should try eating at McDonald's. Oh, my God. No, he did not. (laughs) He did. Swear to God, he did. So I literally flailed around trying to figure out. I became my own investigative sleuth, and back then – Mold was not a real prominent issue, and people didn't understand it, especially doctors. Mm-hmm. And it was interesting because I ended up talking to an attorney who happened to represent an entire community in Michigan, an entire subdivision where all the homes had been contaminated with black mold. Wow. And he he told me what all my symptoms were before I told him. The number one thing that I had was migraines. But I also had, of course, chronic fatigue, brain fog, and uh, restless leg to the point where when my husband, Ted, and I would go lay down in bed at night, it felt like somebody had plugged our bodies into an electrical outlet. And we just watched the clock tick by hour after hour after hour and laid there for eight hours and never slept. And then for me, the light bulb moment came when, fortunately, we traveled a lot, and I was in London, and I remember thinking, oh, my gosh, that's what sleep feels like. I had no idea. So I, I became sicker and sicker. My son started getting severe asthma and severe allergies, and my husband, Ted, and I both had pretty bad symptoms at that point, and... I finally, uh, this attorney had told us to, you know what, just go get tested by this toxicologist. And one of my periscopers really wanted me to talk about this blood test that we did. And I will tell you, it's not cheap. But when when it comes to your health, it's really super important to make the investment in your health and get the right people, get the right information. We had a toxicologist in Royal Oak, Michigan, who treated a lot of people who went to New York to help out after the 9-11 attacks 
and they mm-hmm. went home with all these phantom illnesses, and they couldn't figure out what they were. And they, he also treated um, people who came back with Gulf War syndrome and, and things like that. And he uh, tested both Ted and I extensively, hair samples, blood tests, and determined that both Ted and I had four different types of mold in our bloodstream. Oh, my gosh. And I was diagnosed with having pre-emphysema. And on the little wow. doctor prescription pad that they write your prescription on, on his prescription pad, it just said, get out of the house. And so wow. we did. We walked away from our house that was once featured on MTV Cribs and walked away. You know, at that point we were so sick, I, I couldn't walk, a flight, walk up a flight of stairs if my life depended on it. And I knew I needed help, and I knew I couldn't be exposed to mold. And, and I want to get into that. I, wanted to, I want to tell you about how we recognized it, although we never saw anything. But it's we'll talk about that. It's such a crazy, important subject, and it, and it doesn't get talked about enough. It, it just it, it happens more often than people think. I think there's a lot of people out there, so it's just so great to have you, that, that are suffering from mold exposure, and they don't even know it. They don't even know it. I met a woman the other day, and you guys aren't going to believe what I'm about to tell you. But so she and I had a lot in common, and we started talking, and I was telling her the story about how we lost our home that was on MTV Cribs, and my husband and I and my son got really sick. And this is my personal uh, thought process. I did a lot of research about mold exposure and found out that the testosterone that are in men, in males, will protect them. Go figure that. They get better protected than we do. So, right. And we have the babies and we have periods. And Anyways, <laughs> I digress. So I also <laughs> found out that this is, this is my my interpretation. I've never had anybody been able, any doctor's been able to confirm this, but I had told this woman that although my son did not have any mold in his bloodstream, he had just severe allergies and obviously severe asthma was on breathing treatments, and he looked bad. He had horrible dark circles under his eyes. He was gaunt, and he looked young for his age, and both of Ted's two other boys are over six feet tall, and Ted is Mm. 6'2". And Rocco was small for his age, and Rocco's only 5'10". And I think that being exposed to mold, toxic mold, at such a young age actually stunted his growth. And I told this to the other woman, and she said, oh, my gosh, people always, my daughter's 12, and people always think that she's 9 years old. And that was the same age as my son was. But what I was just shocked to find out is that she said... I I told her, well, the first step you need to do is get the house tested to see if there is mold. And she goes, well, I can guarantee you. Or or she said, I I think there is mold, I'm pretty sure. She goes, I've seen mushrooms growing in the carpeting. What? What? Yeah. So here's, here's what I'm thinking, girls. A lot of people have this intuition that they don't trust. And especially this, I, this woman is not the first to tell me a story like that. And I, I, knowing what I've gone through, knowing I almost died from this, the, the grave physical effect it had on my health and my family, we lost 
absolutely everything. And there's absolute, there's no way that I, I wouldn't recommend to anybody who is suspicious. If you're suspicious that something's wrong with your house, you maybe just moved into a new apartment, new home, a new office uh, building, and you have flu-like symptoms, headaches, chronic fatigue, things like that, and you didn't before, there is something wrong. You need to get it go. T- you need to go get it tested. Absolutely. I'm still in a in a backwards flower field moment from from the mushrooms and the carpet. And I, 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 I just know. can't. Oh, guys! I, I just, just can't imagine what she might have just your your face, the look on your face when she said that. Well, oh. here's the other thing that I have heard a lot too, and like I said, the the toxicologist test was not cheap. I mean, super not cheap, $10,000. Oh, so, wow. Okay. But for us, what happened was, uh, imagine this. Imagine being so sick that you go from being, I was once named Detroit's most physical female. So being once named Detroit's most physical female and being uh, 40 years old and unable to walk up a flight of stairs within right. a matter How of a year. How much is that year, worth? Right. To me, right. and and absolutely losing your home, everything, everything from yeah, I like clothes, but not only that, you know, we've got um, heirlooms. I had china from my great great grandmother that was passed down to me. But the worst, and of course, Ted's rock and roll uh, guitar memorabilia, all gone. Wow. The worst oh, wow. was my son's baby pictures. So for me, looking back on that, this is the the thing that anybody who's listening, if you think that you have a problem with your home or your office, the best thing that you can do now is to, to get it tested. And they do have mold kit tests like at Lowe's and Home Depot, and I think they're about $30. It's not going to tell you everything, but what it will do is is confirm your suspicion. And, again, it's kind of right. like a you know those home pregnancy tests. It's not going to... It's not 100% accurate, right. but it'll it'll help you uh, determine whether or not you need more testing. Right. I know in the San wow. Diego area too, they have a they have mold sniffing dogs. Yes. You know, because San yes. Diego, the San Diego area has quite a bit of mold issues as well, just from the moisture. I would imagine any coastal, any coastal, or you know, any place that's a, a long water and things like that, you're going to have that possibility for for mold growth. Okay, here's a here's a common misconception. It doesn't matter where you're at. If you could be in Alaska. I was just going to say, are you, you going to be in Florida? <laughs> Sorry, I'm going to I'm going to just burst, burst your bubble right there. You go, girl. Just let me have um, it. Let's bust that myth. Tell everybody. If you have, the... if you have a porous substance like drywall, sheetrock, whatever you call it, a porous substance, Anything. lack of right. ventilation and water infiltration, you got mold. And what happened with us is I never saw anything. Like, I'm pretty OCD. I clean before. I have a cleaning lady come, like, I don't know, once every other month or so. I clean before she comes. <laughs> you know? right. um, I'm pretty OCD. I never saw anything. What, was happen- what happened to us was we got a shoddy builder. And in some areas on the roof, he basically did not install the flashing properly. So it was raining between the walls every oh, time it rained. Wow. I never saw anything. So it, that's a common misconception. And you know what? I'm glad you brought that up 
there's you know I was so, just thinking that we we lived in Palm Springs and you know of course very very hot not well there's moisture now but dry. there wasn't before yeah. but we had a very slow leak and I and I I am actually really so glad that you brought this up because I, I think most people don't consider it if they don't live in a moist area so but we lived in Palm Springs very hot. We didn't have any sprinklers or anything that touched the side of the house, but we had a really slow leak in our kitchen sink at, you know, uh, at the faucet. So we never saw any water. We never saw any moisture or anything like that. But we had a really bad, weird type of beetle problem that came from one corner of our house. So we had the pesticide, you know, the, the, the bug guy come out, and he said, this is not a, a, a bug issue. There's moisture somewhere back behind this cabinet because mm-hmm. this particular beetle only comes from some weird, you know what I mean? It was some weird yeah. bug. Right. And, um, and so we did. We had it, you know, we pulled out the cabinets, and we had all this mold growing within the wall, mm-hmm. inside the wall from this really slow leak. And this is in Palm Springs, so we're talking – you know, you know, aside Hot. from the Sahara Desert, there's not many places that are much warmer than that to actually <laughs> yeah. dry it out. But it was consistently wet because yeah. of this leak. So you think of showers, tubs, anywhere in your house where you have water or piping or anything like that. So that's that is so that's so important, and I'm so glad that you brought that up. And the, the so true problem the problem stems further because if you don't recognize it, what happens is it can get into the air ducts and it can circulate through your house. One mold spore is one one-hundredth the size of human hair, and its natural defense mechanism is to propagate like a dandelion a million times. One oh mold God. spore propagates a million times. So there are, you know, and, and this is, there's mold outside. There's a thousand different types of mold outside if you walk out the door. But we're talking specifically about these killer molds like stachybotrys and things that people, I'm not even going to throw these names out there, aspergillus, cladosporium, and penicillium. But anyway, stachybotrys is the bad one. But you really do have to have a uh, professional uh, mold remediator come. And nowadays I think it's a lot more prevalent and people have to get certified. Back then when this happened to me, we were out on our own. And that's why I know so much about it, because I had my house tested three times before I came up with a positive test. Oh, my gosh. No. Yep. And I knew something was wrong. And, it, it you know, it's your intuition. A lot of times uh, doctors will say, you know, when they have small children and the moms bring the children in, the doctors w- will say, well, what do you think is wrong? Because the moms know, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So we, I had this intuition that was something wrong. When I, when I left, when I traveled, I felt great. But when I came home, I couldn't sleep and I felt terrible. There's something wrong with the house. It's got to be, yeah. And and trust your intuition. You know, a lot of, I mean, that's what it really is about. You know, the the gut brain connection. There really is one. And so when that's where that came from. You know, your gut instinct. Right, gut instinct. Yeah. Trust yeah, it. Yeah. Listen yeah. I just it. did Listen this you. morning. I just did a, a periscope, a metaphysical minute. I also, I don't know if I wrote this on my resume to you girls, but I have a master's degree in metaphysics. And the reason I have one is because when I was sick, during those years where I couldn't figure out what was going on, I would have these debilitating migraines that I would be hospitalized for at least once a year. And again, here I was like the walking poster child for health and fitness. I ate great. I was teaching 10 different 
um, group fitness classes a week, and something was wrong, and I couldn't figure it out. But I think, for me, I started studying metaphysics because one of the reasons, one doctor that I went to for migraines had given me, and this is back before, you know, the digital age, he had given me a bunch of audio cassette tapes with nature sounds. And he said, you know, it sounds like you have too much stress in your life. Why don't you put these, you know, put this tape into your cassette recorder? <laughs> Remember those? The little um, cassette. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, and he said, turn off the phone, turn off the lights, close the door, and listen to these nature sounds on tape. And one thing I thought, well, I have a small child. I can't do that. And another thing I thought, well, why don't I just go out and sit in a tree stand with my husband? And there you go. You smell it. You you know, <laughs> right, smell the right, fresh right. air. The real so stuff. I, I realized uh, early on that there was a metaphysical connection. There is a mind-body connection. And there's, there's no question that stress nowadays, we know, it's been confirmed that stress can cause things like inflammation, chronic fatigue, obviously headaches, but even has been linked to cancer. So there's a, a great opportunity for, and that's why I'm starting to do periscopes. I really want to engage more people. I've got a guy on, on my periscope that's a truck driver, and I can just picture him. I don't know what he looks like, but I can just picture a hardcore truck driver, you know, listening to this metaphysical minute. But you know what? <laughs> if I can help him relax a little bit, Relax. You know, when you're driving a lot, your shoulders are tensed up, your jaw is tight, mm-hmm. what kind of stress, what kind of physiological response does that have in your body? So mm-hmm. that's why I'm doing periscopes. That's why I'm talking to you guys. I really want to get the message out. I want to help other people. Well, you definitely that's are awesome. already, I know. But I'm, I'm sitting here thinking about the trucker, and I'm thinking not only that, but like, so he's this trucker, and he's in this AC and, you know, he's always at gas stations and the smells and I yeah. don't know about the food that he eats or whatever. Right, right. But That's just, what, right. one of the questions he asked me was, he's, you know, he can't eat good food when he's on the road. What we do, uh, we take a cooler and we fill it up, load it up with healthy drinks and carrot sticks and cheese and things like that. But, you know, the other, one thing I wanted to tell you, too, that, that happened to me is as, as a result of, being um, attacked, I would say, by toxic mold because it attacked my body, it attacked my immune system. Mm-hmm. I became, sure. my husband and I became chemically sensitive. There's something called multiple chemical sensitivity. And I am very sensitive to uh, things like potpourri, scented candles, and the worst. Cologne? Cologne? I, I'm able to be around cologne a little bit more, but for a long time, I couldn't go, oh, I remember what I was, the gas station. I couldn't go fill my car up with gas. Oh, wow. Um, sometimes from the jet fuel, yeah, when I'm walking on a plane, that'll get me. Oh, the worst, yeah, sometimes women wear too much uh, perfume. Well, perfume. I was just thinking about walking through, I was just thinking about walking through Neiman's. You know what? This is the sad, this is sad. Okay, girls, are you ready for this? I couldn't go yes. into a mall for about a year. Do you feel sorry for me? <laughs> oh my God! Oh, yeah. Oh God! That's that's and like here's, a punishment. Okay, it's punishment. Here's another thing. Um, when when I I was at the Environmental Health Center in Dallas because they treated with functional medicine 
back then we called it alternative remedies like vitamin IV, right. oxygen mm-hmm. therapy, and infrared sauna. And I got so cleaned out that I couldn't go to the gas station. I couldn't go into a mall. And here's the worst part. When it was time for me to have a parent-teacher conference at my son's school, I couldn't go into the school. I had to meet with his teachers outside. Because if you think about it, do you know a school that has been built recently? There's very few windows. They use horrible chemicals to clean the floors. Paper products have a lot of toxins in them. Uh, a lot of chemicals, so it's just, and they use pesticides everywhere. It's really difficult, mm-hmm. you guys, to when you have multiple chemical sensitivity, to really function in in the real world. We uh, spent the night at some friend's house about a month ago, and got into bed and pulled the sheets up and went, oh no, no, fabric downy, no. downy yep. fabric soft, downy. <laughs> And you know what? That is so potent. It people don't understand how toxic it is. And I, it was so Mm -hmm. funny. After one of my Zumba classes a couple weeks ago, I talked to, I stayed around after the class, and I talked to some of the people, and you know, I asked them how they liked it. And one of the women said, "Um, "You know, I I had such a great workout because I teach this new program called Zumba in the Circuit." And I combine, I infuse fitness, a lot of fitness moves with uh, dancing. And this woman said, oh, I loved it. It was such a great workout. And I know it looks like I'm not sweating, but I just, I can never sweat. And here's here's what I said to her. I'll bet you use downy fabric softener. And she went, how did you know? (laughs) Everybody that I've met who uses downy fabric softener religiously has that same problem. Oh, that how so odd. Strange. Because once you get it into your system, it affects you. We all have a toxic load level. Like if you if you put your, like you're saluting, okay, you get your fingertips up by your eye. Like above that is, that's your, that's my toxic load level. Like I have very little to work with. Some can go below the chin or up below the waist and they can just, be exposed to chemical after chemical after chemical, mm-hmm. and they sweat it mm-hmm. out or it doesn't bother them. Or like, you know, the male testosterone will, will protect them. There's a lot mm-hmm. to do with genetics and environmental factors about when you were growing up, too. There's so much to all this stuff, this immune system disorder. And I know you guys with, with I, I, God bless you for speaking out about thyroid disorders, too, because I really feel like this is... These are physical maladies that are so often misdiagnosed. Very much so. Amen. And, and mold actually wreaks havoc on the thyroid. Uh, it's a traumatic response. Yeah. So someone can have a, someone can actually have a, um, a, a reaction to mold and have it affect the thyroid, and yet not necessarily have a glandular issue. There's lots of things that affect the thyroid that aren't necessarily a thyroid disorder. You know, lots of environmental wow. things. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And stress. Particularly mold, yeah. Mold and stress, and it's kind of like a, a vicious cycle. It's like one thing leads to the next thing. It's like that butterfly effect. Like if there's one little thing wrong, then you feel it. Like if you if you don't sleep well, I don't know, maybe it's just me, but the older I get, if I have one night where I don't sleep well, I am a wreck. 
you know? That's me. I, I oh, yeah. definitely need my sleep, yes. for sure. Whereas... Oh yeah, we're prin- we're princesses over here, Shemaine. I'm with <laughs> Tiffany and I. We're 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 princesses. We gotta have our sleep. And you know it. what? It's so important, you guys. It helps the whole body function. It's like, do you guys snow ski? Probably not. Definitely not in Costa yes. Rica. But do you, well, who does? <laughs> no. You do? I do. I do. I do. Dana, I do. Um, because Travis's sister lives in Colorado Springs, so we've been. Oh, good. And yeah, so we've been. We've taken the kids the past couple of holidays. And Tiff, you live in California, so you're not too far from from snow. I'm sure I you grew up snow skiing. Before, before I had kids, I used to go to Mammoth like six, seven times a year. I love, wow. absolutely love Mammoth. And of course, I only live, you know, an hour from Big Bear Snow Summit and uh, and those areas. But uh, Mammoth is my favorite. Love Mammoth. Well, <laughs> I haven't I, been there I in a while though. <laughs> I often think relate life to um, skiing in the in the aspect that if everything goes right, if it's a beautifully clear day, not too cold, the snow is right, you feel good, and all you need is one good run. Like mm-hmm. everything yeah. comes together and you have one good run. Well, at this point in my life, I'm looking for like every day to have one good day and the next day have another good day. And when one thing is wrong, after you've had immune system disorders, you don't get your sleep, you start getting headaches. You, uh, For me, if I'm exposed to um, chemicals, like somebody just freshly painted their their home and then they invite me over and, and I have multiple chemical sensitivity, I can't even be near them in that room, um, it just it spirals out of control, and it takes me days or weeks to get over it. Dana and I and talk Tiff, about that all there, the time. I mean, you know, it, it's, Tiffany, it, I, isn't there? Go ahead. I was just going to say, I was just going to ask Tiffany, isn't there something, uh, there's a sensitivity to, to smells associated with autoimmune issues uh, too, correct? Not only that, but also to uh, B12 deficiencies and also adrenal issues. Adrenal issues are tied to food sensitivities, chemical sensitivities, all kinds of stuff. It's, it's, so it's we painted Savannah's of... room. We painted Savannah's room not too long ago. Travis and Savannah painted her room, and I was I was like a Nazi with the fans. I was shut the door, <laughs> got to get out of the house. I was well, like a fan Nazi. I mean, it was awful. I couldn't yeah. do Dana, it. I just couldn't. Do I it. wish you would. Yeah. I wish you would have called me first. Because this is what I tell everybody. I'm I'm like a, the paint Nazi. There's something called <laughs> volatile volatile organic compounds in all yeah. regular paint. Now they're starting to come out with paint that has uh, low VOC, or the best is no VOC. And about ten years ago, we were repainting our house, and I demanded that it be no VOC. Well, they had to drive two hours away to get the paint, and of course, it cost twice as much, but even when the painters were over painting the walls, they took their masks off and they never smelled anything. We moved right in as soon as the paint dried. There's no wow. smell. I mean, volatile organic compounds are a huge immune system killer. Huge. Yeah, I'm not kidding. Yeah, so I know. So are fragrances. Gonna... Go yeah, essential fragrances. oils. I'm sorry, I had to just throw that in there real quick. I was going to ask you, when you were chemically sensitive, Shemaine, were you also uh, sensitive to essential oils? I'm just, it's a pure curiosity question. Not essential oils. I can okay. tell. In fact, i got to tell you this question. I had to this. ask. Come on. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, that's it's right. It's so funny. I walked into this chiropractor uh, a few months ago, a new chiropractor, and I walked in, 
and this chiropractor was raved about by so many people, so I, wa- I needed an adjustment. I was traveling. So I went to the, walked in, and sure enough, they had candles that smelled like, I don't oh. know, cinnamon toast or something. Oh, and my I God. And I said, oh, you know, I, I, I have multiple chemical sensitivity, and I can't be, you know, around this candle that's got chemical scents. Um, or f- chemical fragrances, and and she said, the lady at the desk said, oh no, this is all natural. It's a soy candle, and I said, no, that has fragrance <laughs> in it. And she goes, oh no, You're it like, doesn't. Oh, that's a double. So whammy. right there, soy I got fragrance. my I'm out here. I got my phone out and I googled because of course it didn't have the ingredients, but I googled the brand of the candle, and not only did it have fragrance. This particular type of candle said it had triple the amount of fragrance for your nostril enjoyment, something like no. that. <laughs> so yeah, I can tell if I can tell if a candle is scented with fragrance or with essential oils. Essential oils don't bother me at all. In fact, I use Young Living essential oils diligently, all the time. Everywhere I go, I travel with them. In fact, when I when I'm traveling, you know what I do great? is I, hmm. you know what's great for mold? Inhaling Pepper. dill, dill Inhaling essential dill. oil has a huge efficacy against respiratory mold. Mm. Dill. Okay, so so it's you know like you dill, probably don't know. Like dill, yeah, like dill. Shemaine, <laughs> you probably yeah, don't seriously. know, but Tiffany, yeah, Tiffany's website is um, Grateful Garden, and she is she is the uh, essential oil guru of the of the thyroid nation world here. And so I have all these products here that Tiffany actually made for me, lavender face wow. and body spray, all these really wonderful things. Yeah, she's been in business for 10 years, so she's got some really great stuff. So, yes, awesome. And I, right I do a going. lot of special orders for uh, for mold inhalers for people who have been exposed to mold, and it works really well because mold spores get inhaled. So that's one of the mm-hmm. best, most effective ways to handle uh, mold exposure is through the respiratory system. So just even inhaling it, you take an almost five oh, percent into the bloodstream. Yeah. So yep. go essential oils. Woo woo. There we go. So we have a plug yep. for essential oils and mold from both me and Shemaine, right? Yep. Absolutely. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and see, it doesn't affect you. You know your chemical sensitivity, which is really important. As most people utilize more and more essential oils, they become more and more uh, intolerant to synthetic fragrances. Now, personally, I think that's a fabulous thing because when your sniffer is on target, just like you walking into the chiropractor, you're mm-hmm. like, no, 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 my body is well in tune and it's telling me that this is not for my uh, for my health and best interest. It's a really it's a really cool thing. You know what? If my husband hadn't had similar symptoms as I had, I'm sure he would have thought I was crazy because, <laughs> oh. I was, you know, there were just so many just odd things things like the restless leg and uh the something called well you know what brain fog brain fog is but they also call Mm -hmm. it the pall it was just like you're functioning but it felt like you had a black cloak over your head like you you weren't fully there you just you didn't feel good so my whole life is now devoted to educating people about not only mold but living healthy and that there are there are things that you need to avoid and things that you need to embrace. Okay, so I have a funny really quick. Can't you just see, Tiffany, can't you just see Shemaine in the kitchen cooking, and here's Ted Nugent at the kitchen table, and she walks over with this, like, really fruity, like, 
vegetable and all this and sets it in this little bitty plate, a little, you know, and sets it in front of this, you know, Ted Nugent and whatever, and is like, yeah, here you go, honey. Okay, so can I? I'm going to shock you guys. You're gonna, we you're want a periscope for that one. I'm okay. teasing you. I'm just I, teasing. I juice, I juice regularly, and Ted will absolutely drink any juice that I make. I mean, he loves the juice. Like, And I'm talking not orange juice. I do. So give us, uh, give us t- your favorite juice, Shemaine. What's one of your favorite juice concoctions that you make for for Mine healthy for everybody out there? What's one of your favorite combinations? Beet, carrot, spinach, kale, ginger, and green apple. Oh my goodness, that sounds yummy. That's my that favorite. Sounds that sounds yummy. amazing. I I I can't have a. I, we don't juice um, as much. We we do do smoothies because um, the whole family likes them. But I can't do one without ginger. I gotta have that yeah. spice. I gotta have that little kick. I gotta have it. I just gotta have it, right? Yeah, I'm I'm with you. <laughs> Let me tell you a little bit about. I don't know if your your listeners are interested in this, but it, you're you're about healthy living as well, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. One of the things that um, helped me, and you mentioned smoothies, Dana. And I was addicted to having smoothies every morning. And whatever fruit I had around and protein powder, and I'd just throw that in there. And for the first time, it was a couple of years ago, right before the Zumba convention, and I had um, the Zumba conventions always in August. And I'm a presenter, and there's people, instructors come from all around the world who are mostly more than half my age. So I got a rocket, you know. I got to just kick butt, you know. Hey, I was you know? there. I saw you. You were kicking butt. I saw. Up well, on stage with people half your age kicking butt. Yes, yeah. Well, I was getting worried because after I had the hysterectomy, I gave myself six months to recover from the surgery, and I thought that'd be enough, but it wasn't. I was. Mm. I couldn't make it prior to that convention in August. I couldn't make it through the day without taking a nap, and I was really concerned because my sessions were two hours long, I'd have an hour break and then two more hours. And I didn't know how I was going to make it through. So I, for the first time, went to a nutritionist. And actually, she, I have a couple interviews with her, D. Harris, on my, um, it's youtube.com slash Shemaine. And I interviewed her because I thought it was so important. She was the first one to pick out that in my smoothies, that's basically sugar. Even if it's sugar from fruit, it's all sugar going into your body. Oh, absolutely. Why don't you start out with green drinks? And that's when I started doing the juicing. And so I did this little experiment where for a week straight, I did green juice, green drink, green drink every day, and I ate more salads and I ate more raw foods. Not all raw foods, but I ate, I started focusing on green. And then one day I'm like, oh, I don't want to juice. I don't, I'm just going to just throw everything in the blender, and how bad could it be? So I had my smoothie and... A half an hour later, I felt like I had taken a whole Ambien. Like, I had to lay down. I could barely <laughs> make it onto the couch. And that's what now, the what sugar did. Now, what did you put in the smoothie? Was it just everything in there as opposed to juicing? Or what did you add more fruit yeah, yeah. in that particular one? Fruit, protein powder, and mostly fruit, yeah. And gotcha, almond milk. Yeah. So that's my... No more favorite. almond milk. No yep. almond milk. We don't know. That's not a good thing anymore. You know what's no. you know what's funny, Shemaine? Unless you do it natural, you, right? Yep. Doing the doing the health consults that I do, what's uh, something I see a lot is most people don't realize 
how many grams of sugar and how many carbohydrates are actually in a smoothie. And people will put these in like 32-ounce glasses. You're like, oh, my God, you're you're cracking like 120 grams of sugar in that thing. I know. (laughs) They're like, oh, it's fruit sugar. I love love yogurt, and this was one of the things that that this nutritionist said, well, she looked at everything I ate, and I said, well, she said, what do you have for a snack? And I said, well, sometimes I have strawberry or blueberry yogurt. And she said, nope, check out how much sugar it has in it. And it's like 29 mm-hmm. grams of sugar. So mm-hmm. what she had me do was I, I buy plain yogurt, and I mix it half and half. So if I have to have yogurt, if I want a snack, it's a little sweet, at least I have it, you know, I bring down right. the sugar content. Well, and there's even there's even quite a bit of sugar in plain yogurt. There's some of them, yeah. and uh, you probably get to see this more, Shemaine, in your travels, is like uh, Swedish yogurt. I think it's called, not stoichis. It's um, stoichis is something else. That's a lavender species, actually. Aromatherapy on the brain. Um, <laughs> it's called, maybe, it, it starts with an S, and it's in a little white cup. Oh, my it, God. It I'm going to go to my refrigerator right now. I think I have it. <laughs> It, it's a, I believe it's a Swedish type yogurt, but there's different yogurts like that are done European style uh-huh. that have much more protein and much less sugar and carbohydrates than a, just a regular good organic, um, you know, uh, cream top yogurt. But yeah, I can't absolutely. remember for the life. It's called. It starts with an S. Yeah, and it's I know. In a white container with a silver. Yep. <laughs> I don't have it. I uh, thought but, I did. It's like smoo or it's some, you know, like a very Danish or Swedish type name. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Nowadays yeah. what I do, uh, if I, because I, I do have a sweet tooth, and that's been tough for me to kick the sugar habit. But what I do, one of my concoctions that I just came up with is that I bought this little, uh, it's kind of like a grinder. Um, it's a small Cuisinart. That's what it is, a small Cuisinart, and it does grind, like the tiny, tiny Cuisinart. And I'll put um, dates and nuts and um, cacao nibs and um, almond butter or uh, honey or something like that to kind of com- mm-hmm. you know combine it all. I put mm-hmm. oats in it and just kind of like whatever I have around. I've literally put spinach in it before too, and I grind it up <laughs> and then I I put it in little balls and I put it in the refrigerator. So if I want that sugar fix, it's more natural because of the date. Right. It's still got some sugar in it, but um, and I have I I do love chocolate, but it's that dark chocolate. So oh of yeah, course. one of my one of my fixes that I have to have. We we are big fans of dark chocolate. Okay, let me ask you really quick, if you don't mind going back to, because I know a lot of people um, uh, knew where you were going to be on the show and wanted to hear more about your integrative healing and and can you cuz you you did some neat different therapies can you can you share with us a little bit about those you did the oxygen therapy you did the vitamin iv therapy and you did the infrared the sauna infrared which i'm really sauna. excited yeah. about yeah 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 can you talk I, a little bit about that absolutely uh for three and a half weeks i was at the environmental health center in dallas and dr william ray treated me suzanne summers did an interview with a phone inter- interview with him so I knew that just recently, though, she came out with a book, but Dr. Ray treated me about 12 years ago, and he was the first person to basically put everything together for me, and, and he saved my life. 
What yeah. we did was I was on a special rotation diet where, not a diet to lose weight, but a diet to find out what I was allergic to. So I only ate, for example, one thing per meal. Like if I was going to have chicken on Monday, I wouldn't have chicken for four days. Mm. Okay, and then, you know, one thing at a time, and I'd find out what my body would react to. What I also did was I would get on this little uh, bicycle, like a spinning bike, for about five or ten minutes and start to get a sweat and then go in the infrared sauna for as long as I could. And that was part of the treatment every day, every day, every day. Then, this this was the best part, I'd get a massage I love that. Yeah. But I also Yay, massage. Did, it's so good for you. And, you know, it feels like a gu- guilty pleasure, but it's so therapeutic. But I also so did, good after for you. that, yeah. this was my, like, every day I lived, my life was devoted to just survival. So then after that, I would do uh, vitamin IV. And while I was doing that vitamin IV for about an hour and a half, I would get oxygen, pure oxygen. And then when I came home from the hospital, uh, we had we got a prescription to have oxygen in our home too. So we did wow. oxygen for several Very months. Cool. After. Yeah. Mhm. And Shemaine, I have to so- I have to tell you. Can you hear just every everybody just be real quiet for one second? Can you hear that? Listen. Yes. What is that? Rain? That is the rain <laughs> in Costa Rica. Oh my <laughs> gosh. <laughs> God, her no husband one time trapped. He, he sent me this little area. clip under the blanket of now. her hiding underneath That's the comforter, funny. trying to keep it quiet enough to hear. That's <laughs> funny. <laughs> Is that not awesome? Every day no, around I mean, three o'clock, huh? That's right. Yep. <laughs> can you can you hear me? I'm I can hear you. Yeah. It's so funny. Okay. <laughs> okay, sorry about that, Shemaine. Back to your healing story. I just had to point that out because it happens a lot, and we don't get an opportunity to tell people that that's the rain in Costa Rica. I thought, you know, I was starting to think it was my connection. I should talk louder. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the the infrared saunas, the massage, the IV therapy, and how long did it take you? Uh, for people to understand, uh, Shemaine, how long did it take you to go from feeling like you were dying in this process to, to really feeling well? How long of a period of time was that? I went in um, August of 2003, and I was there for about a month, like three and a half weeks. And I went home, and that's when I, you know, I wanted to take care of my son. My mother, thank God, was able to come down and, to Texas and take care of my son, and he started a new school. And so as soon as I got out and and I was able to come home, I wanted to meet with uh, the school teachers, and that's when I had to meet outside because I had gotten so clean. So every day was for months and months. I would say six months was just how am I going to feel today? Am I going to am I going to have to lay down most of the day? Am I going to survive? And then eventually, of course, I stopped teaching group fitness classes. And eventually, I would say about eight months later, I started traveling with my husband. And we were in Las Vegas. I'll never forget this. And I remember going, I started taking other people's fitness classes. I thought, you know, my days of teaching were over. I'm just going to 
focus on getting well again. And so I remember going to this 24-hour fitness in Las Vegas, Nevada, and I looked at the group fitness schedule, and, and it said Zumba, yada, yada, mm. yada, dance, yada, 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 fun. And I thought, oh, I want to try that. So I got in the back of the class, and Megan Gasper was the name of the instructor, and I remember just smiling the whole time for an hour, just having mm. the time of my life. And so it was about eight months after uh, I started really getting sick that um, I started feeling better again. And, and shortly after that, I got licensed to teach Zumba and became a Zumba instructor and then got hired by Zumba Encourage to develop Zumba in the circuit and traveled to Australia, traveled to Europe and all over the United States teaching tens of thousands of fitness enthusiasts about Zumba and my passion for healthy living. Wow. And and the and Zumba, thriving. The Zumba the Zumba um in 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 the circuit is with curves, correct, Shane? No, that's what my Not anymore. Is. Not any No, you can still teach at a curves, but um there are not as many curves in the United States as as there used to be. Brazil is exploding. But um, we had worked with Curves initially, but it's always been a program that you can teach outside of Curves. But initially, I think we promoted it so much with Curves that instructors didn't realize that they could teach it in their own gym. So, Dan, I'll have to come to Costa Rica and show you how to teach Zumba in your gym. (laughs) Wouldn't that be fun? Oh, my God. I can't wait. And Dana in Costa Rica with Periscope. I'm seriously going to hold you two to that. (laughs) That would be great. I'd love it. That would be awesome. Me too. Maybe when my book comes out. My book comes out in November. Um, Oh, I can't wait. You know what? Can I tell you about the story about how that came to fruition for me? Of course. Please do. Yes. I, um, I was writing this book that I thought I was I was writing this book called 50 is the New 30. And I started writing it when I was 49 years old. But honestly, I started doing a lot of charity work. And I was so happy to be healthy again. And because of my husband, we have a lot of opportunities to um, help with charity with uh, for the military, for um, children who have terminal illnesses, and so many different causes, and I got really involved that I, I wasn't writing this book. And so one night, uh, it was a year and a half ago, and already by then, I'm 53 now, so this was when I was 52, <laughs> I hadn't written the book yet. And I figured, boy, I better start or it's going to be 60 is a new 40 or 70 is a new <laughs> So I, I'm a very um, spiritual person, and I... Before I went to bed, I said my prayers, and I just asked for guidance. And I said, you know, this book is not flowing out of me. I know I'm, like, distracted, but it's all good work, and I just can't focus. It's not flowing like I thought it would. So the Mm -hmm. next morning I woke up, and I've never had God speak to me in a way that was undeniable. Like I've heard people say, God told me to do this. God told me to move to Colorado. God told me to move to Costa Rica. Right. I've right. never had that happen to me, and I, I didn't you know, deny that it happened. It just never happened to me until then. And all mm. I can say was I had this message of what the title sh- of the book should be, and it wasn't 50 is the new 30. It was four minutes a day 
rock and roll your way to happy. And then I, oh, I cool. remember having this conversation with God, like, oh, this is great because now I can talk about all the functional medicine that I've done, but not only that, about <laughs> how people can organize their lives, they can be healthier, happier, and live the life of their dreams. And I remember being all excited, and then I got this message that I should write the book in three days. And I remember, oh, my gosh. okay, so now I'm arguing with God. <laughs> You're like, hold on a second, ultimate uh, business manager, hang on. <laughs> yeah, I, who can do anything in three days, I remember, you know, questioning. And then I realized that day was Good Friday. And oh, what wow. happened in wow. three days. So it, was, wow. it was like, that's why the name of the book is different. It's longer. People, I tried to work with, it took me three days to write the book. I did it. I locked myself in my office. I posted it on social media that I was going to do it, and I got great feedback and inspiration and motivation from everybody, including my husband. And I did it. I wrote the book in three days. It's taken me over a year to get it published. <laughs> and that was, that was part a whole of the problem. different subject, yeah. I I tried to go to traditional brick-and-mortar publishers who wanted to change the name, Rock and Roll Your Way to Joy. Well, that just doesn't sound right. And they wanted to change everything. And you know what, girls, this this book just flowed out of me. I say I write it, but I should – it's really like God is the ghostwriter. God – it just came out of me. I I feel like I didn't have a thing to do with it. I was the – it, it medium. Yes, I was a medium. And so I finally, after I got, um, I decided not to work with any traditional publishers. I decided to publish it my own, which means I'm paying to have it published. And so I'd love to come back when, when the book is available on November 10th. And I'd love to, to be on your show again and, and talk about that and it's it's a great opportunity for me to get all this information out, but also for your listeners who want to be inspired and motivated and Absolutely. maybe think that that something in their lives might need to change and they just don't know how to do it. So this is a it's a very inspirational book that I, I'm so proud of and I'm so um, pleased to be able to share with you guys and, and your listeners. I'm so excited to read it. I can't wait. I know. And I was going to say, that's a flower field moment. Yep. Yes, yeah. it is. It is. It's a definite flower field moment. Um, yep. When we first talked about having Shemaine on the show, uh, the, the book was going to be published in June. So I was excited because we could talk about, you know, the book's out and everything. And then she's like, oh, no, we pushed it back to November. So I, know. I was like, oh, no, right? <laughs> right? Yeah. So were you were you able to keep it the name that you wanted and, yes. and maintain that that very good, very good? Yeah. So I did work with you know, and here's another thing: I did work with an editor. I'm I'm publishing it through a, a company called Balboa Press, which is a subsidiary of Hay House. Hay House publishes Gabrielle Bernstein and Wayne Dyer and Marianne Williamson, and I have a very spiritual, metaphysical background. And I don't know if you guys are familiar with A Course in Miracles, but um, that's I, I'm a Christian, the but book. I'm also yeah. the book A Course in Miracles, yeah. Yes. But it's a mm-hmm. philosophical approach to interpreting the Bible, basically. So a lot of I wanted to align myself with a publisher who believed in that as well, because there were other self-publishers who were like, eh, I want to change this, I want to change that. Right. And Right. Even the editor, I had to have somebody edit it and proof it. You know, I'm sure there were typos and things. 
And I worked with one editor that said, no, you need to group all the fitness part together and group all the healthy eating part together. And I thought, you know what? This is the way it came to me. And every day, we never know what's going to happen. We get up every morning and we have our plans. But sometimes life throws up us a curveball. And so the way that this book is set up is you can follow it as a, like, you can use it as a journal. And you can write down some of your thoughts and, and interpret what the message is that day. And it's all designed to be done in four minutes a day. Because who's got time, who's got two right. hours extra a day or a week to dive into a new program? I don't. So this is four minutes a day to change your life, to create the life of your dreams and be happier and healthier. That's very cool. Yeah. And the, is it is there is there a meditation within that four minutes? Is it something of of just you know like positive reaffirmations and and just doing a like a mindset for the day type of a thing as well in there? Well, every day is something different. Some some days it might be four minutes of physical fitness because one of the things that I know, Dana, if you, as a group fitness instructor, you've probably heard this before, is that people will say things like. Well, I need to get in shape before I come to the gym. Oh, and all the time. All the time. Really? Well, you gotta you gotta start somewhere. So right. so this is an opportunity for people to just dive in and here's the dirty little secret is that if they do four minutes, they might do ten or they might do twenty. We'll end up spending more time doing those kinds of things that we like and need to do. So some days there are meditations um there's one chapter about energy vampires have you ever heard of that before that term no but i can see where it's going and it's actually very appropriate (laughs) yeah and and this you know i i I talked about earlier that i have a tendency to be a bit thin-skinned and sometimes things that people say hurt my feelings and i need to get over that and so i developed this way to deal with have you ever walked into a room and like you're just drained immediately it's like somebody is just taking control over the conversation mm. and like the party that's an energy yep. vampire and yep. so I've, I one of the chapters in the book and they're all short chapters very very short like a page or two and it's it's an opportunity for you to focus on so many different things. But yes, there are to answer your question, there is a uh, there are a couple of different chapters on meditation. So tell us what you would do when you and and you're such a public figure. What do you do to talk yourself through? Because you know, of course, sensitivity is a huge thyroid thing as well. But when mm-hmm. you go into a room, Shemaine, you're you're absolutely phenomenal and gorgeous and. I think so many people would be just, you know, like, oh my gosh, she's, you know, she gets bothered by people. Exactly. What do you do when you walk into a room um, as such a public figure and you do experience those energy vampires in the room? What do you do to help combat that? What do you do for Shemaine to protect yourself during those times? There's a couple different things that you can do. And one of the, one of the, things that you can do is to imagine that you are in a bubble just like kind of close your eyes or meditate inside and and think about being surrounded by a bubble and that nothing can get to you words bounce off of you and all the electrical energy traveling throughout the room can't get to you 
and it's a very deep thought. It's kind of out there. It is. But I like um, it though. That's one of the things that I do. And the other thing, this has been big for me, and this has been a revelation in in the past couple years. And it's very um, daunting for me to have to describe this, but I have been getting these debilitating migraines even after I had started the healing. I haven't had a migraine in several months, and I believe that it's partially because I have been able to work on what is best for me and to work on my self-care and to be selfish because if I'm not happy and healthy, I can't be those things to other people. And most people, correct me if I'm wrong, that have immune disorders are people pleasers. And Oh, we, amen. I say we, that again. We talk about that all the time. That's <laughs> yep. right. And, we talk about it all the time. <laughs> we want, even though we say, I don't care if so-and-so doesn't like me, we really do. So for me, it's been very difficult for me to to have to cut out certain people in my life and to just say mm-hmm. no. So for that, your own that's self-preservation. A, yeah. Yep, that's been a yeah. big thing to take care of myself, and it's absolutely helped me overall uh, become healthier. Well, and I have mm. to add to that, if you don't mind really quick. Go you know, for it. Um, I, didn't realize, I didn't realize that was healthy and okay to basically the way I put it is kind of purge um, my, my friends that aren't serving themselves or serving me. It's, it, we're just not, it's not working for either one of us. It's not positive energy for either one of us, or yeah. maybe it is for one and not the other. And so I didn't realize that was okay. And my mom never said anything to me, and I'm so going to share that right. with my children that if you, have, if you have people around you or energy around you that just isn't serving you, isn't helping you, isn't making you feel good, then, then you don't have to be around it. Even if you've been friends with them since you were, right. you know, babies in the crib, you know, you don't have to because yep. you, you really need to take care of you. And, I mean, that is not the most positive way to say it, but that really is the truth. That's, that's just the way it, it kind of goes. And I'm going to share that with mm-hmm. my kids and say, look, you know, you guys, you don't want to be around an energy vampire. You don't, you don't want that. And so it is very daunting and very sad and, and and disappointing to have to do sometimes because, you know, sometimes these people, you know, you, you care about and stuff. But if it's, if right. it's not working for you, you got to get rid of it. And, and I totally agree with that. I, I'm it sure could it, be, you, it could even be people in your family, you know, distant relatives that you interact with one time a year or whatever. And you know what? Here, would For me, I look at things now and I go, do I want to be involved in this group activity that I know I'm going to get a migraine from? For whatever mm-hmm. reason, it causes me stress, I get a stomachache. The physiological connection, the mind-body connection is real. Damn it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Definitely. It, it is. And, and it is. I, nobody else is going to take care of me better than me. So better if I don't stand up for myself, I'm going to get a migraine. Who's going to? Right, right, right. I, I, don't, I don't want to. So it's, it's, very, it's been very difficult for me to to stand up for myself in the past couple of years and start taking on that um, that endeavor. And it's like a serious house cleaning, really. And you know what? The, the thing is, people, you know, it might be a co-worker. I had this one girl that I worked with. 
I'll never forget. Uh, I, re- I did write about her in my in my book when I was working at a rock and roll radio station where I met my husband. And I'm the type of person where if I see you walking by, if, even if I don't know you, you're, you know, eyes meet mine and we smile and I'll say hello. Right. And she, every time I, we'd pass in the coffee room or whatever, she just snarled at me. And oh. after several weeks, I, I finally said, was there ever anything I did to offend you? Because I apologize. And she said, no, I just don't like people walking around smiling all the time for no reason. <laughs> well, you know, I have good reason to smile. I wa- I'm healthy. That's good enough for me. And I want to spread that that happiness with other people. I'd rather be surrounded by happy people than mean people. <laughs> Amen. Absolutely. Amen. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you know that that rings so true in our in our world over here in the thyroid and autoimmune world because we there's a lot of people, a lot, a lot of times people aren't standing up for themselves for their self-care, for their for the even yeah. just their physical care, you know? And people it's very difficult for people to do that. So amen to you, Shemaine, for being able Thank to stand you. up lately and and do that because it's not easy. And you know, can you imagine, you know, like you you read all these things on the internet as a thyroid person, and you read all these things on the internet and all these groups and things, and you feel like you're, you've got all this information and research, and statistics and studies behind you, and you walk into your doctor's office and your doctor just shoots you down and says, no, 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 doesn't listen to you. I mean, that happens all the time. Yeah, and so you got to trust people your, posting. Trust your intuition. Yeah, you know, and um, I have a friend who has Hashimoto, and. Um, I had asked her before I knew I was going to be doing this interview. I I wanted to get you know some information from her, and she I said, do you deal with it anymore? Because I knew she'd been she hadn't talked about it in a long time, and she told me about the symptoms of depression and um, the misdiagnosis, anxiety. She'd have a fever daily every day at a certain time, and and then of course that led to something else where her toes and fingers curled up like like arthritis and you know she's a lot like me people pleaser and she said i said well what was it that that you don't have to fight this disease anymore what was the turning point for you and at the time that that it was her worst was of course she was going through a divorce and Mm -hmm. she was at a, a bad point in her life she was depressed and of course the depression leads to weight gain sometimes, not in her, but I've talked to other people, and, and that's what happened. And she said the more that she got out of that bad situation, she focused on herself, focused on exercise, and the other thing was that she did, she started doing wheatgrass and ginger shots daily. Mm-hmm. And so it was more of the healthy living lifestyle, and she's doing fabulous, no medication or anything. You know, I think, honestly, Shemaine, I think that a, a huge piece of healing for, for hypothyroids, and I think it's not only for hypothyroids or Graves' disease or Hashimoto's people with any type of illness, I think a, a really critical portion of healing starts with loving yourself enough to mm-hmm. to change things that are not that are not in your best interest. And that's such a... That's such a hard thing because, like you said, we have a tendency to love other people more than ourselves. So we want to yep. please people. We want to help other people be happy. We want to fix the people who have had bad children, you know, childhood, and you know, and it, a lot of times that's at our self expense. And yet, if we heal ourselves and and start to turn inside and 
work and love ourselves, you still can do that, but it's not at your own consequence. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. For me, Absolutely. that was a huge turning point in my healing was that, you know what, I'm really imp- important in this equation, and, and I have to be healthy and have a, you know, self-love and self-respect and for myself in order to be able to do anything beneficial for anybody else. That was a huge yeah. turning point for me personally. Yeah. It's taken me 53 years to figure out I'm a slow learner, <laughs> but I get it now. <laughs> <laughs> it's all making sense now. <laughs> it, it all makes sense. You know what, though? Now, you right? are fabulous. You are well, fabulous. You. And, and just... <laughs> Looking forward to everything that that you put forward, and you're Aww. such a vibrant, energetic person. I can't even imagine uh, people that have met you in person. They probably have phenomenal di- things to say about you. Probably back. radiate love, huh? Aww, I can't imagine those you. that didn't want that, that didn't want to smile back at you. Oh, I know. Well, you know right? what? Here's the other thing. That though, is so sad girls, for her. That, you know, we know yes. we don't know what's going on in other people's lives, and I, I found this out from as a as a Zumba instructor. Here's a, a I know we've been talking forever, but I'm, I'll tell you one more quick story. Um, <laughs> there was a there was a woman who was coming to my Zumba classes, and afterwards she would tell me that she was the caretaker of both of her parents who had Alzheimer's. And she said the the three times she came to Zumba class per week was her time. That was her me time. And so I never question, you know how sometimes when people walk in and they just look angry, you know, or mm. tired or just like, I, it made me realize, you know, it doesn't, you never know what is going on in these other people's lives. And so she came in one day, she was at the back of the room and there was a a, a young man following her, kind of with her, but kind of not kind of doing his own thing. And so after class, I went up and I said hi to her, and she said, hi, I wanted to introduce you to my son. He's blind. So here's a woman who is the sole caretaker of both of her parents who have Alzheimer's and her son is blind. So we never know what is going on in other people's lives. Everybody's got shit to deal with. Can I say that? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, absolutely everybody's got shit. But you know what? Now more than ever, I'm learning to deal with my crap first because I got <laughs> enough, <laughs> you know. I don't want to take on anybody else's. So, yeah, there are people in this world who just always have a chip on their shoulder, and I just realize I don't need to be around them. No, and I Absolutely. just I send them love from over here. I'm yep. like, you know, more love to you. I hope you find peace, and, and you know, then I, you know. Make a quick entrance the back door. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, quick, and when we moved here, when I moved here, that that pure Pura Vida, the the country's motto, it really resonated with me. And so, I'm always seeing people, you know, because I spend a lot of time on on the computer and Facebook and things for Thyroid Nation, and I'm always seeing people that are, you know, have their angry or their thing. And I'm always just thinking, love and light to you. Yeah. I have no idea love what you're going light. through. Yeah. Love and light your way, because I, I can't imagine what it's like to be you. I know what it's like to be me, and days are difficult. So love and light, no matter what's going on, no matter how cranky you're being, just love and light to you, and then I just move on. And I was going to say yes. something really quick about okay. about when you, you asked, um, uh, Tiffany, you asked Jemaine about some ways to handle people that have that are energy suckers and, and vampires. I love energy the bubble. Vampires. I love that. Yeah, the <laughs> bubble. Okay, well, that's, that's true. I do that. I do that. 
and you know, I didn't realize it. So now I have a name for it, you know, and I think that's oh, wow. something you kind of do because there are times that you have to be around those people. You have to. It's the mom yeah, or the dad to. or the cousin. Yeah, it's, it's difficult. I, I, oh, go ahead. You have a question. I, I'm sorry. I just, no, I was just going to say I automatically put myself in the bubble before I get there. It's like I yeah. already know that I don't let them in. I have a couple of really close people to me that I have to do that with. Yes. You can do it for other people. Like my son lives in Los Angeles, which I hate that he's so far away. And uh, I, I often put him in the bubble because he is literally in the eye of the storm in Hollywood, lives in Hollywood. Right. And yeah, he's... Yeah. Um, I will. I, maybe if you guys would like, um, I would love to be able to post his latest song. He did. Yes. Uh, he's a musician and an actor, and he just did a song with Amber Riley. Um, oh, she's cool. one of the actresses on Glee. So, I did. I listened oh, cool. to it. I listened. Yeah. Travis and I listened to it. Yeah. Well, good, good. Yeah, yeah. But you know what? It's it's very interesting that the work that we're in. It's a, it's. I'm not even going to say it's a labor of love because it's there's no labor involved. It's just something. Right. I think the more that we do things that we love to do, it fuels us, and mm-hmm. um, that's why I'm doing Periscope now too. I mean, it's an opportunity for us to um, get the message out to more people and to interact with them as well. And we'll be doing get more a feel for people. What? One thing I love about watching Dana, you know, anytime I talk to Dana, she has a very warm voice. And so when you have Periscope, what I love about that, you know, is there's a very visual energy to people. You know, there's people that you just want to watch more of. You know, they're happy, they're positive, they're, you know, uh, both you guys have that, you know. And and so Periscope's the perfect opportunity for people to actually feel that as much as they can without actually being present with you. Does that make sense? <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. I Absolutely. love it. I love and it. And Dana keeps saying, doggone it, create, you know, download the app and get on there. So I've got to yes. do it because I'm having fun watching her. Oh, <laughs> but it, it is, you know what? It's changing people's lives. The other day I did a Periscope about, it was just I was going to answer questions. People, because people right. are asking me all kinds of different questions. I was going to answer questions about healthy living. And uh, this I don't remember what I was talking about, but something like what we just mentioned, that, you know, you never know what people have going on in their lives. And I right. wanted, I want my Periscope to be a place where people come to support each other. We've got enough going on, like you can be a Republican or a Democrat, whatever, but it, the bottom line is if your neighbor's house is on fire, you're not going right. to say, are they whatever, and I'm not, I'm not going to go. You're going right. to go help them. And so right. I mentioned that on this Periscope, that it was so cool that it was one place that, w- that we could all come together. And this right. one lady um, came on and said that she had just lost her sister a few days oh, prior. I, I watched Did that. you watch I that saw one? That. I did see oh it, Jemaine. I started crying, too. It's you made me cry. Oh, my gosh. And it, it's real and it's raw. I started crying right on the Periscope. But so that's did I. What, I felt I felt it. I felt her presence. But you know what? After that, everybody that was on Periscope with me, we all just sent her love and light. And you uh-huh. know what? For that one slice of time during that day, maybe she felt a little bit better. And maybe oh, that I do have believe a, that. I yep. do believe that. That is very powerful when you send love and light to somebody. I I really do believe that that just 
completely infuses their whole person, you know, and it may just make all the difference, you know. Yeah, absolutely, and I hope it did, and I hope it continues to, but thank you guys um, for having me and for letting me talk about my book coming up and Hopefully I'll see you guys on Periscope and at my of at course. my website. For your listeners, I have a free gift. If they want to oh, check wow. out Yeah, Shemaine Nugent. It's S H E M A N E no R. Shemaine Nugent dot rocks. R O C K S. Isn't that a cool like website? It's so dot great. Rocks? Yeah. I do love that. <laughs> So if they, go, if they go to ShemaineNugent.rocks, I do weekly blogs about healthy living, and I use some excerpts from my book. So if you want to catch a glimpse of what's to come in my book, Ooh. some blogs I do that specific week, and some I take excerpts. But they'll get a free gift if they check out my, my website. Oh, Just by reading cool. them. Yeah. Well, um, well Thank also, you so much know, for it, doing it. it. If you want to share or not, but I know you mentioned on your Periscope, and that's worldwide, too. So you want to talk just a, a minute or two about your makeup line you have coming out? Because I'm really oh, excited about it. Well, I would love to, but it's all in the development stage right now. But it okay. is um, okay. pure mineral makeup. And, and some people, my, my goal in life is to help people do things faster and more effectively. You know, who's got time? Yes. <laughs> We're all busy. And so I found this makeup line that... Um, I wear when I'm doing periscopes, and I've had so many great compliments. And here's the funny thing, you guys. I don't have any foundation on. It's just powder. It's mineral powder. Made wow. In oh, wow. So I'm so impressed. Like, my makeup routine is cut in a third, seriously. So um, wow. I am so when going to take it. When do you think that that would be something that, that you would have developed? What Are you looking at, like, a year, or is there a certain trajectory Under point a year. for you? Under a year, under a year, six months. yeah, six months. It's it's all in the development stage, so it's going to happen. It's just my book first, then the makeup line, and then I have a, a clothing line too called Artemis Camel Clothing. <laughs> if you go oh, to Artemis right. Camel Couture, oh, I'm just cool about that. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I have a hard time driving down the street without thinking of ideas, so I'm not a very good like. Yeah, I I can't sit at home and not do anything. I'm just always going, always moving and grooving. Well, and I think that's what drew me to you. Um, I met Shemaine when I was getting my certification to become a Zumba instructor, and we just gravitated to each other. And yes. she's fabulous, and we stayed in touch, and that was four years ago, and we've stayed in yes. touch ever since. You know, she lives oh there, and I live gosh. here. Oh, my gosh. I know, I did isn't not know cool? that you guys had met in person. How cool And you know that? what? Yes. You took, did you take Rock and Roll Revolution, Dana? Is that what you I took? did. Yeah. Yes. This is a perfect example of why I'm doing what I'm doing. Like, my husband is like, why are you doing all this? Are you getting paid for it? No. Why do you personally no. get paid for it? No. Why are you doing no. the blog? Right. No, 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 right, no. Right, right, right. But this is why right, I do right. it. Um, at right. that first Rock and Roll Revolution um, session that I did, after the session, you know, you put your heart and soul into coming up with a playlist and all the choreography, and you hope it resonates with people. That's what our goal is mm-hmm. as instructors. And after mm-hmm. the session, there were people from all over the world. And so this one particular session was teaching Zumba instructors how to dance to rock and roll music. And I thought, oh, I can do that. I can teach them. So right. after after the session, people were getting their bags and they're leaving the room and I noticed this one woman was bent over crying. And, of course, our job as instructors is, number one, safety, 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 to make sure everybody's okay. 
So I jumped off the stage and I, you know, ran over to her and I said, "Are you okay?" And I saw that she was this beautiful Swedish-looking girl. And of course, she had a T-shirt with the Swedish flag on it. And <laughs> she was just she smiled and she said, "No, I'm so happy. You brought movement to my music. I never thought I could do this before." So that's oh, why wow. we do what we do. I mean, to get that Hi. kind of feedback is priceless, and that's why I do what yeah. I do. Oh, that's so great. And that was such a great that class. That is amazing. Yes, Thank it was you. fun. So, yes, it was wonderful. And, um, okay, I want to tell everybody where they can find you, uh, Rocks. You're on Twitter. You're on Instagram. You're on Pinterest. Uh, where else? What I miss? I tell you what, what I scope. Here's here's where they can find me. Mostly is Periscope. I'm I don't do okay. Pinterest much. I can't. Who's got time to keep up with all this stuff? I do Instagram oh, a lot. I do trouble with Pinterest too. I can't. Do I that. do Facebook a lot. I have two Facebook pages. One that's private and that's full, and then another public one. But what I'm spending most of my time now with is Periscope and Twitter. I'll tweet like follow me on Twitter. It's just twitter.com slash Shemaine Nugent. And I usually tweet five to 15 minutes before I'm going to do a Periscope. So you can jump in live to the Periscope. Yeah. That's a great idea. Okay. And also, really quick before we let you go, I want to know, because I know you have a ton and it's going to be hard to name one, but just give us your favorite Ted Nugent song. One that you like to dance to. Come on. Come on. I got to know. Oh, that's so hard. Come on. The one that makes you dance. The, the one most, that makes you know, me come dance. On. I would say free for all. I would okay. say free for all. Um, okay. Uh, 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 yeah, free for all. I would say, of course, Queen of the Forest is like my theme song. I I also have a TV show called Ted Nugent Spirit of the Wild that's on Outdoor Channel three times a week. Yay! And, oh, oh, cool. <laughs> and yeah, Queen of the Forest. I love Queen that. of the Forest. <laughs> so that's my that's segment great. on the TV show is called Queen of the Forest, and I've been doing this. Um, I've been shooting bows and arrows for 25 years now. And so my segment on the TV show, I just adapted Ted's song called Queen of the Forest. And so that's a, another one of my favorites. That's and she also cool. just did a really great periscope where she did um, archery and, and, and fitness. It was really cool. So you guys got to check that out. Did you see it? Okay. Well, yes, it was really, really cool. Oh, good. good. Oh, my gosh. I saw, really I'm going to download cool. the app when I get off here. You have <laughs> are to. Going to. You have to. <laughs> We should be okay, Periscope so, plus so people. <laughs> that's right. We are. We're gonna Periscope. We're the Periscope girls, right? Okay. Yes. From now on. That's periscope right. pluggers. Okay, Shemaine, Thank you. Thank you, my friend. Thank I appreciate you, thank it. You. I'm my so pleasure. glad to talk to you, and I can't wait to see you again. Hopefully in Costa Rica. I can't wait to have you back on the show. And just thank you so much. Have a great, great Sunday. Tell Ted hello. And, I will. Uh, we're all. And we're all behind you, ladies, so so we're we're yeah. good. We're glad to have you. Well, thank you Love guys so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Love and light right back to you. Okay, awesome. have a good day. Bye. Have a fabulous Sunday. Bye. Bye-bye. Oh, my gosh, she's amazing. <laughs> she's amazing. <laughs> it's a total flower field Wait. moment. I Not know. Only I'm just she's here, sweet happy. and smart and passionate and charitable. She's beautiful. And Ted is one lucky dude right there, I'm saying. 
Yes, he knows it. Don't worry. I'm sure he knows it. Yeah, no, she, um, I hope it was he so does. Funny because there was because there were like 200 or plus people at this at this um, Zumba instructor uh, certification class. I did class. not and know you guys had met in person. Yes, we have met in person. That's where I first That's met her. So cool. And yeah, and it was so great. And and you know, of course. I mean, she doesn't walk around saying I'm Ted Nugent's wife or anything, and not really that it matters. But, you know, I just, right. she just has such a presence, and she kind of has some kind of, I don't know, you know, lifestyle. Energy. Uh, what, what, yeah, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. energy. And, energy. And so, mm-hmm. anyway, yeah, she does. And so, I don't know, I just, you know, there was a lot of instructors, a lot, not just her. And I just, I don't know. Gravitated. I could just, totally see where yeah, we your did. personality would gravitate. You know, both of you are very vibrant, yeah. very energetic, positive. She's That's just, just so cool. She's just great and fun, and and you know she's got tons of people and always people asking and talking and tons of people to keep up with. But she's kept up with me along the way, and so I just I just thought she'd be fabulous because I knew her story, so I thought it'd be fabulous to have her on. So that was fantastic. So fun. Wow. So fun. So next yeah. week we got we only have like one minute and thirty seconds. Let's talk about next week real quick. Okay. Okay. Doctor John Robinson. Doctor John Robinson. Doctor John cool. Robinson. And let's see, where is all of his information? Doctor John Robinson. He um he's actually gonna be writing a few articles for us. We'll be putting up on the website this week. But he's a board certified naturopathic cool. medical doctor specializing in natural integrative therapeutics, endocrinology, thyroidology, and mind-body medicine. He's the founder of JohnARobinson.com and Thyrozone. So you got to check him out. It's going to be really great. I can't wait to talk to him. A very, very big thank you, as always, to our listeners. We really want to hear about your Thyroid Thriver story, whether you're healed or not. It's all about the journey to help other people. Please make sure to join us in the Hashis and Graves Facebook group. Uh, a place where we can all ask questions, support the whole nine yards. Um, what you got, Dana? And join and join me on Periscope because I'm doing Periscope. I'm doing scopes, <laughs> I'm doing, I'm doing scopes daily. Uh, same with Shemaine. She's she's been such a great inspiration. So make sure you jump on Twitter and follow us there as well. And we want to remind you all that wellness is a journey. It takes continual maintenance and evaluation. Make sure to always listen to your own body and be mindful of what it's telling you. I'm trying to talk fast. This is Dana, your thyroid nation, Gringatika from Costa Rica. And Tiffany of GratefulGarden.biz. Bye, guys. Bye-bye. Have a great, great week.